Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Minutes. I don't even know how that. But you know what I'm talking about. 525,600 minutes. 525,000. Call me so dear. Hi. Hello, and welcome to Boo Bays. Boo Bays. That's right. We're your hosts. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joshua. A cash grab and a well done sequel. Cash because grab. Because they pretty much money. only made this movie because the first one made a shit ton of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. they could have they could have left off the first one. Yeah, well, and it was by what's his name, John Krasinski. He he had no intentions of like sequeling it out or anything. It was just like this is it. This is my love letter to my children, and that's it. Yeah, but then of course, love letter to my children. I feel like. Um, yeah, it was really personal for him because like mm-hmm. the whole movie was about the kids and stuff and like, yeah, that was, yeah. but, um, he was saying I protect you and I love these you. sorts of I've, times. I've always loved you. Um, it gives Wakanda forever. <laughs> um, but yeah, he wasn't going to be a part of this one. And then, um, you know, he was kind of tapped to write something for it. Like, Hey, we know you don't want to be a part of it. Can you like write it for us? And he was like, sure. And then in writing it, he was just like. Well, I might as well direct it. So, I know. might as well. Mm-hmm. Which I get, because it's like, how can you create something that's kind of pretty much originally his idea, and then be like, okay, you guys, go ahead and do whatever you want with it. Yeah, that's, I would. Yeah. It would be hard to, that's like watching <coughs> your, mm-hmm. someone take your baby and then raise it. Differently from what you yeah. expected. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, A Quiet Place too, you guys. Um, it's got most of the same character well yeah all of the same characters from the first one who were the main ones and then we've got an addition of um Cillian Murphy who's a leading role yes um, he plays Emmett Emmett and um I think it was a fine addition like a really good addition he's obviously a really mm. great actor he's been in a lot of other like I want to say like horror but thriller type of movies and stuff yeah 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 so most notably recently mm-hmm Oppenheimer. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. About the guy who created the atomic bomb. Yep. <sighs> that's so sad. Anyways, it is. Um, so many people died. And 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 it's like at that point, which he understood. I feel like because there's that famous sign of like, what he he created the I don't know, 
but basically he was like, I regret this because now I see what I created as a monster. Um, but yeah, it's wild because it's not only like decimating your target, it like it's bad for the world. Yeah. It's so stupid. So stupid. Okay. Anyways, we digress. They were stupid This back is then. not a political um, podcast. But anyways, do you want to dive in or do you have any um, facts or anything you want to throw in here before we go into it? Not really. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's Figure I throw in the facts at the end. Yeah, 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 and uh, it's essentially, um, except for a flashback at the beginning, pretty much we are segueing from the end of a quiet place one right into a quiet place two. Literally, like same like day after, like you know, pretty much a straight continuation. Um, which I watched these back to back, which was pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see how watching them back to back would be pretty cool. I definitely didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, with the exception of like two days in between, so yeah. I still remembered mm-hmm. a lot of things, but I didn't watch them like back to back, back to yeah. back. Um, um, which is like it, it kind of just makes it for one long, almost you know, binge watch uh, of your favorite show. But it is, it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, we we open up on our same town from the first movie. Yep, with quiet little shots mm-hmm. over the town. Um, and then I really like how in this scene it goes from having really nice, quiet moments to then as you pass certain things. Mm-hmm. And, like, especially once Lee gets out of the truck mm-hmm. and stuff and we're passing the different um, businesses, and, businesses mm-hmm. and convenience stores and diners and stuff, you can hear all the noise from it, and then it just kind of fades out. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. And, and like when he passes the dog, you hear the little doggy. Yeah. And it's a good just juxtaposition from what we know from the first movie of like, oh, man, we got to be quiet or we're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that this the town, they actually didn't film it in the same town. They had to recreate all those storefronts. Wow. Because it looked, it looked identical. Ex- identical. Right. They did a good job. Yeah. And they had to recreate all of that. Why um, can't they just film it in the same town? I don't, I think permits and like timing for some reason, mm. it didn't allow them to go back there. Um, that sucks. And so, yeah, they had to recreate it and like a whole town, like I think the same state, but I think like 90 miles or something like in a different direction. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's weird. But mm-hmm. then it um, really quickly, we get our nice little same uh, time marker of it saying day number one. Numero uno. Ein. Mm-hmm. I don't know any other language for one. Hana. Oh, wait. Un? That fridge? Un. 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 Do. Un, tres. Trois. Cinq. Se. Se. And that's, I think, as far as I can get. Uh, in Japanese, I think it's each. 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 That's one of the number of ways you could say it. Mm. Day one. Day five. Korean has two different number systems, too. That's seems like a lot to learn. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a lot. Why That's confusing. Well, because a lot of, so there's like Korean numbers and then there's Chinese numbers. And there's like, so it's like when China took over for a while. Or did yeah. Okay, got China, it. China, Japan, all of that kind yeah. of. Yeah. And, and then so they try to assimilate everybody to one way of doing things and then yeah. they got beat out and then it just kind of fucked up. And now they use it for different things. Mm. So like you have one set of numbers if you're notating like if you're counting uh-huh. or like notating time and then other ones if you're like saying for There's specific five things. Of those. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. That's interesting. I never knew that. 
It's confusing. The more you know. The more you know. This world is very confusing. And just like living in a confusing world, we are listening to the news. Um, it's In the same grocery store. Uh-huh, the same grocery store. they were in in the first one. And it's basically talking about... Um, some explosion happening they don't really know what's happening they don't know if it was like a terrorist attack or something like that um or i don't know if that word was actually used but something of the they um, said something like a bomb a bo- yeah and yeah. and of course i love how um lee like they're all it's, you can tell small town vibes because he's just like i'm gonna come back and pay for these later i gotta go yeah <laughs> well i was like did he just take those groceries without paying for yeah. them he was just like i gotta go he's like i gotta go bye because that old lady in front of him was like taking her time Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that was the old man's wife. Mm-hmm. I don't. And she she was like putting stuff on the counter. I felt like true. So I thought she was just organizing things. Maybe I don't know. But she he had to go. He leaves. We see that. Um, oh, and I love how in that same little store we saw the rocket. Mm-hmm. 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 Little Easter egg. Pass the rocket ship. The we passed the pharmacy. Honestly, as well. though, I don't know if we're so happy to see that rocket. The no, rocket it's that, pretty like, sad. That's fucking doomed everything. Gonna later kill his youngest son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Essentially what it did. Pretty sad. Ugh. I'm never gonna look at a rocket the same. Yeah. All right. All rockets, bad. Mm-hmm. And Outer space, <laughs> bad. And uh, we're heading to the baseball game because, oh, what's his name? Marcus. Marcus. He's playing in a baseball game. And, of course, yeah. the whole family's watching along with the whole town. Yeah. It was quite the little event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone was there. Everyone was there cheering all the little kids on. Um, and that's, this is where we get to meet Emmett for mm-hmm. the first time because yeah. you don't get his name no. right then, but you can tell he's a close family friend though. They probably see him often. Yeah. Cause they're just, you know, kind of shooting the shit, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. talking about little things. Maybe they know each other through the baseball games. Maybe this is like, I mean, the same kind of like championship game or something like that. So maybe they just like, you know, all season long created this friendship. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but both their kids played on the team, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, we also get a cute moment seeing kind of, um, Reagan and her, uh, relationship with her dad at this moment, because mm. you can tell they're pretty close as opposed to like how we saw what had happened in the, um, which we'll call it the first one. Yeah. And she gets to teach, um, Emmett the dive, uh, yes. NASL. How to dive, mm-hmm. which came, comes back in handy later. Very much. Yeah. Um, and I love how, yeah, how she was just like, your hands are disgusting. Please let me cut those. Mm-hmm. Get your hands off those oranges. No one wants to eat them if they've been touched by you. Yeah, very I'm much so. I'm so sassy, but in a <laughs> but nice, fun truth. sassy. Not sassy like she's giving him shit. Yeah. Well, if he's yeah. deciding to share those oranges, she's probably like, let me do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's whenever we do get, um, you know, the baseball game going on. We see the mom. Miss Evelyn uh, kind of uh, mouthing and signing to um, Marcus because he's getting nervous. And I think even before that, we get that little interaction between Marcus and his little baby brother, the toddler, which kind of is like, oh, sad, you're about to die. Um, (laughs) You're about to die in 89 days. Um, But yeah, it's all pretty much fun and games until um, shit kind of hits the fan because as Marcus is striking out and then finally about to probably hit his home run, we get a fireball looking a like a rocket asteroid. or asteroid, something falling from the sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This big asteroid coming in. Everyone, of course, stops and stares at it. And then they're all kind of silent, not moving. And they're like, what are we, yeah. what are we looking at? And then all of a sudden, everyone kind of starts like scrambling like to get up and go. And they're just mm-hmm. like, okay, 
let's go they're home. all everybody's like let's go home <laughs> yeah yeah they're all saying let's go home all of their eyes are like peeled on it though the whole time they're just like watching it while yeah. like trying to move and maneuver their way out of this baseball game and uh so it's kind of a bit of chaos and we have ev leaving with the little um her toddler and marcus and um reagan decides to go with dad um, because he has to walk into the town on Main Street because that's where he had parked his truck. Yeah, um, let's go get his truck. And so they're like, okay, got it. So they split up. Um, we have Lee and Reagan on Main Street. They end up kind of uh, bumping into Emmett. And uh, I guess Emmett's brother is like in the military or some kind of, you know, affiliation where he would maybe have some classified intel or maybe know what's going on. And yeah. so Lee is asking him, like, have you heard anything from your brother? And he's like, no, I, I haven't heard anything, um, but I'll give him a call. And they're kind of just, like, telling each other, like, you know, be, be careful, be safe. And then we have them getting into, I guess, which would essentially be their, like, little Main Street downtown area. Yeah. And they're getting to the truck. And at this point, we're about to, you know, get into the truck and leave. But there's a cop that pulls up behind them. Lee almost gets ran oh, over by true. a car, too, which was a good little jump scare. Yeah. Because it was like, God. This is a close call. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. And then, but, yeah, that and then that cop car's there. And mm-hmm. so Lee decides to not get into his truck and then turns back and is like hey what the heck's going on Mm -hmm. and then he's basically just saying like i don't really know we've got fire like the fire department Mm -hmm. and everyone out there checking to see where it landed it landed over by someone's farm yeah i didn't write that person's name down i didn't either yeah someone's farm though and um also in this moment like right as he got into the truck and Mm -hmm. then was getting out of it it was they were just so many good long shots yeah Mm-hmm. Like I loved how he got in the truck and we were like with them through the glass and then we just followed him back out and mm-hmm. then down. Really good long shots that were happening. Yeah, he he did that one and the one coming up here in a little bit. Um, it just really makes you feel like you're there, like he immerses you in the kind of experience of it all. Yeah, and, and it really speaks to the level of acting mm-hmm. too because yeah, it's true. not. It's all one take. Yeah, it's all one take. It's not easy to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're talking with the cop, right? And he's basically, he doesn't know what's going on either. And then uh, before we can get any more information, we get a fucking alien. Get an alien just coming right up and then. Ramming the cop car because I'm assuming it was making all the wee, wee, wee noise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it just rams it. Yeah. Which is a pretty good introduction. Obviously we already know what they are and what they look like, but these people are like, what the fuck? Which is probably pretty, pretty scary. Oh, my goodness. Frightening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that has to be. And they're so fast. They are so fast. They're fast. And they can they're jump and they're long. Yeah. And they've got like these claws on them. Yeah. That could just. I'm assuming that like one hit from them and you're probably dead. Oh, from yeah. From the force and then like they chunk you. Like when Homeboy gets dragged out underneath that garage door oh, yeah. later. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. He dead. He's still talking, but he's dead. <laughs> He's that's um, that's a fatal that, blow. And then here in a few minutes, like when the town people start getting like basically thrown around like rag dolls, it's pretty yeah. wild. Um, but yeah, uh, shit is hit the fan. We've got this alien, and dad is like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" And so he like is running back to his truck. Um, meanwhile, we are getting the perspective from Reagan, so it's like quiet. Um, there's no audio, and then she's kind of looking at him because obviously he's like panicked, and he's like, um trying to get the, the truck started and she's like what's going on so they're trying to get out and at the same time we have 
Evelyn and the two boys passing up dad on the street. Yeah. And then Marcus is like, that's dad. That's dad. And they're going to try to like back up to get him before. But before they can do that, Evelyn, you know, is dodging other cars that are driving crazy. And then she gets to a little bit further and there's this fucking bus that ends up getting right in front of her. Also another long shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this shot was so badass. Yeah, Evelyn is such a badass for doing this. When yeah, she just Even puts that, that car in I reverse, would have crashed so fast. and yeah, <laughs> I, I would have too. Like anytime people can drive backwards, I'm like, damn, that's so cool because yeah. I could never do it. The skill level, even yeah. with the fucking camera, I can't. Yeah, like it's. I was sitting there thinking because Andrew backs into every place and he doesn't have a camera or use a camera. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, Andrew could probably do this. Yeah, so that's good. Oh, I thought you meant like, okay, that's really good for Andrew. I thought you were putting him on blast. I thought you meant like he hit, he backs up into everything. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Andrew never hits oh, any. That's well, funny. Knock, knock on, on wood. wood. Literally. He's, you're about to get a phone call. JK, JK. Did you know you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ew, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird Superfoods contain no artificial flavors, colors, or additives, and no sugars from highly refined corn syrup. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel in to your routine. All Laird products are also made of all natural whole food ingredients and they are crafted from the highest quality all natural real food ingredients. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code BOO at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today. I love smoothies, but I don't love smoothie bar prices. With my Blendjet 2 portable blender, I can make smoothie bar quality beverages for a fraction of the price. Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking the whole house. Lasts for 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. There are also over 30 plus colors to choose from. I myself chose black because it matches the color of my soul. What are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code BOO12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to this quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 portable blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code BOO12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever.
Yeah, Andrew's really good at driving backwards, though. So that's good. He doesn't good. hit anything. I can parallel park pretty good, but I, I don't can know also about parallel park pretty well. Uh, I don't know about the backwards driving for an extended amount of time, especially while there are vehicles yeah. and aliens. And what I really also love too is that <coughs> shot of the the um, aliens slowly <coughs> lurking out of the the, the bus. bus. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was neat. Because um, I think even at that point, she's just like, "Oh, there's the fucking bus," but like, nah, it's not only the bus. There's a also an alien, alien, which is probably more and then dangerous. it just jumps out onto their car, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't yeah. say that. Oh, of and also, um, the little toddler, <sighs> remarkably calm, remarkably calm, no crying, just like the whole time she was reaching back on, like it's, it's okay, okay, baby, it's okay, it's baby. okay. And he was and I, literally he was just like, like, "What the fuck?" Bitch? I was like, "You need to be consoling Marcus right now because <laughs> yeah. he's losing his shit." Literally. He's like, "What?" Literally, <laughs> that child was. I want to be that level of unfazed yeah and i guess he ends up dying for it though that's true he, <laughs> he gave no fucks yeah i'm gonna play with my motherfucking rocket. My toy literally if it's the last thing Full i volume. do <laughs> <laughs> fuck you dad <laughs> um but yeah um we end up crashing of course because the alien jumped on her car and then um we have uh reagan and dad running to them but of course because of everything going on the pandemonium there's like aliens killing people right in front of them. They end up going into a diner. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a whole people, a whole bunch of people in there. Um, and they're kind of hiding. And at this point, we um, have that one dude who's like murmuring un- under his breath. We have a girl who's on the phone trying to talk to her mom. And then we have an alien outside of the building. And we can see the silhouette. And everybody's just kind of like, what do we do? Like, yeah, and Lee catches on pretty quickly, like, we need to shut the fuck up, mm-hmm. because he covers that old man's mouth who's saying the Lord's Prayer, and he's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to stop you right there. Head, bitch. Yeah, and you pray, pray to your God in silence, mm-hmm. not out loud, and then, then the girl's phone goes off. girl's phone goes off. Um, very unfortunate. Yeah, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. then that just cues it, and that monster comes right on in, and it just starts wreaking have it uh, poor everybody like honestly like not <laughs> a good way to go <laughs> thrown out. around not a fun way yeah like no, it's real bad painful shredded um very f- i you know what maybe it's fast but also it looks like they get wounded mortally that they just are left there bleeding out and they suffer yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think i think that's probably because what these creatures don't even kill these creatures don't even kill for like eating, eating or anything. They just killed because they're just killing to kill. Kill predator or I don't know if it's maybe the noise, like because any type of noise like bothers them. They're just like, mm, get rid of that. <laughs> don't like that sound. Don't like that at all. Most they don't even know what they're doing. They don't even realize it. Yeah. Aww. Aww. Little monsters. Yeah. Little babies. They really they they're IKEA not their lamp fault. heads. It's not their fault. Um, and so we have um, of course everybody getting fucking murdered and we have lee and reagan because of course they're our main characters running and making it out um, miraculously and barely through the back of the building and they're still getting chased by this alien i love how to we never get a name i don't even know what to call it we just keep calling it alien yeah i feel like we should name it monster I can't think of it right now, but we will. Um, I thought of quintessence. Oh. Quintessence? <laughs> quintessence. I don't even know what that means. I don't think it's it a sounds real similar. word. It sounds like from Little Einsteins. It does. There was one named Quincy. That's why. I don't know Quincy. what I'm thinking about that. I, oh, we'll call him Quincy for short. I, for some reason, and I was way too old to be watching Little Einsteins. Little Einsteins. I fucking loved Little Einsteins. I had to be like 12 or 13 when that was like an entire. That in the backyard again. Oh, is that the backyard again that I was singing? 
probably. No, 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 no. You were singing the Little Einsteins way. Oh, okay. Little Einsteins. The backyard again. Backyard against have their own song too, and it's it's lost in my like it's somewhere in there. Oh, I used to know it. But Backyardigans as well were my I show. know Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. Let's all go to Dragonland. Come on now, take my hand. Oh, something, something. Did I skip a part? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. It's Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. It's almost time for Dragon Tales. Ah. Dragon Tales, Dragon. Come along, take my hand. Let's all go to Dragonland. Land. Yeah. This org, he's the biggest. That was also a bop. Did you know that it took them, like, I watched a whole story on PBS about the Dragon Tales, and it took them, like, 20-something years to bring that to life. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't that long in the works. Iconic. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so good. Um, that and Sagwa. I, didn't, I don't know that. Oh, it's about the little Siamese cat. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Wait, is that the one with the three kitten? The three Siamese cats? Yeah, cat? there were other cats, too. But Sagwa was the main one. Hmm. I don't think we're thinking about the same one. But I think Sagwa I mean, had siblings. Did it? But this, but maybe I'm not sure. We're okay. And the, so She's the aliens. A and so the it's al- also how you say apple in Korean. Really, Sagwa. 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 That sounds like a bunch of other words, but then Sagwa. doesn't. Sagwa. Um, like Andrew's gonna get so mad at me. He's gonna be like, "That's not how it says." This, your pronunciation is so. But that's wrong. how I remember it. It's like Sagwa oh, so the you cat. don't say it like that. I think it's how you say it. That's or how it something sounds remotely like to close me. to it. Yeah, it's really close. Mm-hmm. This is like the other day when we were saying agrio. Oh, yes. Agro. Agro. Agrio. Agrio. Agria. That's the, be- the right way. I'm sorry. Agria. <sighs> and then agrio is wrong. But anyways, okay. <laughs> we're running. We end up going back to the town... Um, Main Street, and we are back with Marcus and Baby and Mama, and they are behind the police car, and they hear people running in the street, and oh my gosh, Marcus, who is that? It's Dad. It's Dad and Reagan, and they're running this way. And From a monster, though. And thankfully, though, because I thought he was dead, this cop just pops yeah, out of nowhere. I thought the cop got like <clears throat> caught in the crossfire with the Earlier. original impact of that yeah. cop car. But I guess he didn't, but he's about to die now. Yeah, so. because he does his best to try to shoot this thing, but... One, I'm guessing that they're pretty thick-skinned, and then um, it's... Yeah, like a dragon, you know, Yeah, when you have to get him in, right in their, their that crevices. W- one little scale mm-hmm. that's missing or something. That's from Lord of the Rings. Soft spot, yeah, mm-hmm. smog. Smug. Um, and, um, yeah, he doesn't last long because Schmaug. also his gun is obviously making a lot of noise, so whenever it fires off, that little thing, that alien is like, I'm going to come for after you now. I don't even think it was the fucking bullet. Yeah, it was you just have like to blow them when their heads are open. <laughs> open. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded so bad. You have to blow them. When their heads are open. Blow them. Um, <laughs> we advocate for blowing on heads. Ooh. Okay, anyways. Exactly. We have um, all of this happening, of course. Everybody's freaked the fuck out. And then that's whenever we do have... Um, I think it just ends with, like, the toddler crying, and then it's, like, title card after that, right? Pretty immediately. Yeah, well, we're back. Yeah, we're back in the present time, mm, the, mm-hmm. and the tiny baby is crying. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. tiny baby crying. Like, I have baby crying. I don't know why. And then it's title card with the sand again, mm-hmm. and then it says part two, and then the part two turns to red mm-hmm. on a black screen, which I love, mm-hmm. and then it just fades like away. Red. And then it says day 474, so we know that we're right back where we left off. Yeah. Even though that was super apparent from 
where we where we are visually. where we were <laughs> um we are gathering all of our stuff obviously because of what happened at the end of the first film our nice beautiful home and great place mm, great place to raise a baby in that little dungeon they created is ruined um so yep. we have to evacuate we have to go somewhere else um which honestly did they really i feel like yeah, we could have fixed things they could have i felt like they could have rebuilt that I house, mean, I the mean, barn the was on fire, which uh, would be a little bit hard, but the house was still good. The house was intact. And that house had a basement. Yeah, just which child, you could like, also soundproof, the, soundproof base it. the basement. Yeah. That had all your monitors and all the stuff. Like, yeah, it kind of seemed a bit like, okay, but you know what? I mean, all of this their is provisions, all of their provisions were in that one place. The barn, though. Mm, that's true. That's like where all their food was and stuff, and all their canned goods mm-hmm. and everything were down there. Yeah. No judgment. All right. You're right. They got to do what they got to do. And they are getting the box, the gas mask, because that's what I'm going to call it. They are gassing this baby up. And Miss um, Reagan also makes sure to grab like a small amp um, and the little microphone and stuff. So that way, whenever they and if they have to run into an alien, they can do their little uh, one, two, three punch with the noise um, yeah. hearing aid situation. And then she's up on top of the silo, mm-hmm. putting the fires on, and then mapping where the other people are who are nearby. Yeah. So that way they can make their way to the other people and find where the other fires are, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, for like go a from 12, 13-year-old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know if I could do that. No, nah, I couldn't. If somebody gave me a map and then like a location far away and they're like, plot this point on the map, I'd be like, I, I, I can't know, even use Google, I can't even use the maps on my phone. <laughs> like I on genuinely can't when I go to a different city and it's like you put a location you like got to walk to it I always fucking walk the wrong way oh, for yeah, at I least three too. minutes and oh. then I'm like fuck I gotta turn around this way I pay attention and then I'm sitting there turning in circles for a long time trying to figure out which way is it trying to actually tell me to go mm-hmm. yeah okay so I'm not the only one that struggles with that no no that's hard um and so the walking's really hard. <laughs> it's the most difficult thing we weren't made to walk mm-hmm. um and so we have ourselves um leaving we get on our little sand trail and we start to walk through um essentially is the woods i guess that is you know right next to their farmhouse and they end up getting so far that they run out of sand because i guess lee never got this far um, yeah because he was was like we don't really have any need to go that need to go that way so Mm -hmm. let's not worry about it and so um they end up walking for a while we it's 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 so scary too because like after they walk off the sand you start to see why the sand was so important because they're like walking on twigs and branches and you just start hearing them snapping yeah um and so especially he, under reagan's foot because mm-hmm. she can't really tell where what she's, standing she's stepping mm-hmm. yeah i mean she can tell with her eyes but not audibly she can't hear if yeah. she just made a loud step or not mm-hmm. and so she like mom said footprints were footsteps were almost silent yeah even off the sand mm-hmm. but reagan's then you heard a little crunchy crunch i was like uh-uh. um so scary and so we end up walking for a bit until we start to see what looks like a train station i don't even know what it was yeah it's train station right train yard train yard okay um and then we see the other fire that was lit it's kind of died a little bit now um but we know that someone has to be here in the area um, but they end up coming to a 
like a hole in the fence and they're trying to get through it and it's like of course we have to be quiet it's like we see like clothing start to get snagged a little bit but it's not even the fence that causes a problem it's what happens when evelyn walks too far and doesn't realize that there's a trip wire booby trap yeah and ends up um what's the word triggering triggering it yeah and then these cans and bottles fall down and make a whole lot of noise. noise yeah and so she's just like run run to the children run and we have of course them running and someone's watching them run with the little sniper thing through a little scope yeah scope and we have one of the like for me one of the scenes that like when i first watched it in the- when we watched it in the theater i was like oh shit yeah we watched this movie in theaters yeah, together did. you guys did. i think we were pretty drunk yeah i think so because I remember, I don't even remember the theater experience. I remember like kind of talking loudly through it, being like, "Hey, wait, did the dad really die? Because <laughs> it'd been so long since I'd seen the first, the first one. Because mm-hmm. I think I had only seen it in theaters, mm-hmm. and then maybe one other time after that. Yeah. And so I was like, "Wait, did the dad actually die? I couldn't remember. And then I was like, "Wait, what? What? And I just kept asking you things. Yeah, and also, too, I mean, this movie kind of got halted because of the pandemic. Because it was supposed to come out in 2020. And then it didn't, wasn't, mm, sorry, it wasn't able to go into, like, you know, the theaters until 2021. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a It had been a while since we watched the first one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, so we end up, poor Marcus runs into a bear trap. And it just, like, fucking clamps onto his ankle and foot and he lets out the most good actor honestly did he really step into a bear trap because it was like the most guttural scream and and his sounded like he was in agony and and it's also um such good acting because like the scream doesn't even come until he like looks down and he's like oh shit as most people do you know you're like the shock is like and because the shock is like you don't even feel it and then you're like looking at it and that's whenever it's like a kid like a kid that falls like they won't cry until you're like Oh my Looking god! Them, yeah. yeah, being like, "Oh, this is bad." Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, um, poor guy. Because honestly, Marcus didn't really do anything to deserve that. No. Um, and he's so young. Hopefully, it doesn't fuck him up. Give him a little lamp. Um, but yeah, they are still getting watched through the scope. This is happening, and of course, mom has to come and be like, "I need you to be quiet, babe." Like, I, I, I know this really sucks right now, but I need you to shut the fuck up. Yeah, essentially. And so Please we do hear, and then we do hear. Uh, I guess they roar and scream in this one. <laughs> Um, a loud roar from roar. an alien. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we know that it's coming up. So, of course, um, Reagan does her thing. She gets her little amp, her hearing aid ready. Um, and we see mom pick up the shotgun, and one of them comes up close enough to where she turns it on and it starts to fuck with it, and then mom shoots it. Right in its little face. Mm-hmm. And, and then the dude, who was, the dude who was watching through the scope is, like, witnessing all of this. Yeah. And, and he's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And that's whenever we do have them... Um, she gets the bear trap off of him. They get him up. They're trying to walk into or run into a building that's there next to them, a warehouse. And whenever they do get in, um, the two kids are ahead of her a little bit and they end up getting snatched by someone that we don't know just yet. Um, but we also do see that there is an alien behind her coming in through the building on the roof ceiling thing. It's a little nerve wracking whenever Mm -hmm. you just see the children get snatched all of a sudden by some man and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Stranger danger. Because you have like two things going on at the same time. You have this stranger and then you have like fucking alien. So it's just kind of like, damn. Pursuing, yeah. Two fucking problems. Two predators. Exactly. Um, And then 
then he covers the mom's mouth and is like, shh. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I know what you're trying to do, but this also seems so menacing mm-hmm. and scary. Yeah. Um, and at that moment, though, I guess I think she's like, well, it's either you or the monster. So I guess I'll go with you. Go with you. Or yeah. Have a fighting chance against you. Yeah. Basically. And Emmett, well, who we later find out that this is Emmett. Mm-hmm. Um he is directing them because he points to the monster that's directly above her and she's like follow me basically Mm -hmm. he picks up marcus over throws him over his shoulder and starts running and then everyone else follows suit and they're following him running through all of this little like maze of steel and lumber and stuff like that like i don't even know what kind of factory that is or what type of it said steel productions at one area okay on on like a cistern or something Mm. so i think it was some sort of steel even though it was in a train yard as well so i'm confused Mm -hmm. um i'm not really sure what kind of place this was but and then he takes them to an oven uh, yeah furnace i just called it the little quiet room yeah um Takes them into a basement situation and then into a furnace. Um, and he puts a little rag on it, which is very important because when he goes in, it doesn't lock all the way because apparently when they get in there, they only have like seven minutes or something of air. Yeah, I, I don't know. He, I don't know if he ever put a time on it. Yeah, but we just know that he sets a timer. And we know that there's a limited amount of time that they can be in there without running out of oxygen. Um, and so we're in there. He is talking to the mom, Evelyn, and he's like, you know, you you can't stay here. You need to go. And she's like, let me see your face, because I think she recognized the voice pretty off the bat. And then she's like, oh, my God, Emmett. And he's like, yeah. Well, and he me. also said, I don't know why you traveled up. Oh, up yeah. This she's way. Like, she's oh, like, how I, do you know we traveled up? That's right. That's right. And he was like, oh, awkward. Um, yeah. And so she finds out it's Emmett. And then she's like, we can't go. And then, like, shows him the baby. And he's like, oh, fuck. Okay, I guess you can't. Which, honestly, no. Because he was still, I think, after that. I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, he was still saying, uh, hey, you can't stay. You Mm -hmm. can't help. There's not enough provisions, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Because we have them getting out of there. The alien has left, I guess, because they were quiet enough for a while. Um, Mom starts pouring, like, alcohol on Marcus's wound. She's dressing it. She's getting it wrapped up. While uh, Miss Reagan puts a radio and uh, headphones onto Marcus's head. And so we're getting asked um, now by Mr. Emmett. He's like, well, basically more like, I've never seen that happened before like how did y'all do that yeah i've never seen one of them dead how does it work what did you do and And oh sorry no you're good you go go with it Uh, it. basically just asking how the feedback killed it Mm -hmm. like what what even all did you do and then they're just kind of catching up and like asking like oh you know where's your son and he said that day and nora which who was his wife and he was saying that he says 11 weeks ago, basically they're just kind of catching up, figuring out why he's alone and stuff like that. Um, and then at one point she gets to him and she says, you know, every day, whenever he lit those fires, did you know it was him? And he said, yes. And then she said, did you ever think to come for us? And he said, no, which I mean, did y'all really need anyone to come for y'all? Right. And Lee then also too, I was mean, taking good care yeah. of you. Maybe she's being like a little like emotional about it right now in the moment. But I think also too, if she were to put herself in that perspective, it's like you, 
he was had his wife like it's putting us first at the moment like yeah. i'm sorry like, every man for himself yeah out there. Mm-hmm. um and so yeah they're having this kind of awkward conversation um and that's whenever um we have um i'm sorry oh The radio plays Beyond the Sea. That's what it happens, yes. right? Because then that's when Marcus is like, whoa, 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 you guys, there's music. And then, you know, Reagan's like, what? Mom's like, what? But um, Mr. Emmett is disillusioned because he's like, they've been playing that for like months now. Like it's nothing like it's, you know, he brushes it off pretty quickly. Um, and that's whenever uh, I think. Oh yeah, Reagan's like, well, Dad would have heard this. Like he would have, he would have said something about Dad this. Dad checked the radio every day. There's no way he would have missed this. Yeah, and she's all of a sudden getting really defensive of Lee. Yeah, now after <laughs> very death. hostile towards yeah, Emmett. just being like, hey, no, like my dad would have heard this. You're nothing like him, kind of stuff. And it was like, damn, damn, Reagan. Okay, you tell this man. Literally, <laughs> and this and it's funny because he actually looked like he was like fuck like hurt <laughs> shit like that that's hurt. a burn um and so yeah she's going off about it and then i was like my notes even like damn okay calm down girl yeah. um and then he's he's really cynical because he's like you know uh, that's nothing like uh, it's it's um basically like he's like don't get your hopes up and so um that's whenever i think it's oh and he also tells him like i want y'all gone by tomorrow yeah he's <laughs> like and you need to be gone by tomorrow mm-hmm. by the way and then um this is whenever i think we're now in nighttime ish type of situation i don't know because they're in a basement and reagan is getting marcus and she's telling him about her plan and she's like yeah I can she also wakes him up in the most god-awful way ever she mm-hmm. just holds her hand over his mouth. And I was like. So he doesn't scream. What mm-hmm. the hell? Girl, just like be like, Marcus. Hello. Marcus, wake up. Wake up. <laughs> like little tap tap. Yeah. Not suffocate your brother. But yeah, she gets him up and brings him to the quiet room. Mm-hmm. Little oven and situation. She's telling him about how she wants to get a boat or what What she want to say? What she do? She's basically saying the that the song is a signal for where to look. She was saying somewhere beyond the sea and that she tracked where the radio station was and found that it was on this island. Yeah. And so she was saying for to it that the song was literally saying that like to look somewhere beyond the sea, mm-hmm. there's another place where you can find like salvation, basically. Also, she's fucking smart. Cause how does she fucking do that? Yeah. And she find that it was really on the smart. island. Yeah. Yeah. And thank God she had the signal book, mm-hmm. basically. That, and like all of the previous work that her dad had had, she kind of like also went off of that. Went off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And she's basically telling him that it's not even a day's like trek away or mm-hmm. about They're a day's enough. work yeah. trek and that they can get there and that she's going to go find this place, find a boat and get to the island and Save see. Them what's going to be there yeah she said i can save them i can save us mm-hmm. let and me then, do this and then of course marcus is like you know don't do this like if you go i'm gonna tell mom like please stop and she's like what would like if if dad knew about this he would do it like he would try to save us and she's like and he's like well yeah look where that got him yeah i know <laughs> it was pretty funny yeah and so Sad, but funny yeah and they're both kind of like oh shit you're right but then she's like whatever um and then kind of like just gets left at that but then it's like 
he gets I guess they they left it at that and they're going back, they're back asleep but he wakes up again to like a little water dripping off onto his head and um we see a note left on the radio from Reagan what did it say keep listening keep listening right yeah and uh then we get a picture of her walking off on her own into like yep. some tunnel yep she went off on her own and then basically Marcus does exactly what he promised he would do he I'm tells mom, mom. Mm-hmm. and mom is freaking out rightly yeah. so and mom is like, I honestly, this part two for me was like, Emmett don't have to do shit, but okay. I know. Because she goes up she to Emmett like, and she's you like, you have to go. You will go find my daughter and you will bring her back to me. I was like, it's not, Emmett didn't make her I'm leave. I'm like, this is not Lee. This yeah. is not her father. Um, and so, yeah, he is um, basically getting told by Evelyn, like, you need to go bring her back because... Um, Lee would do it, and if you're half the man that Lee is, basically, you would do this too. Um, and, and Lee she's would the, tell you that she's, she's worth saving. Worth saving. Mm-hmm. Because earlier, Emmett had said that, you know, whenever she asked, did you ever think to come for us? He said no. And then he said, you'll f- you find out really quickly that the people that are left are not worth saving. Mm-hmm. They're all evil and yeah. turning on each other and just killing people now. Yeah. Just as bad as the creatures. I mean, I feel like when you're left in a post-apocalyptic world, um, your perception, and I feel like people tend to, like, go into more, like, animalistic ways, I guess, in a sense, or, yeah. like, their most, probably, I don't know if it's ways. understandable that they do it, though, but it is, I mean, what they yeah, do. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm they shouldn't, they shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. They should still be nice people. But I mean, Happening think about it. Like, also, you have to think about that a lot of like things happen or people are mean or nasty because of trauma, and yeah. like they maybe either lost like their loved ones. You're right. No excuse. I still don't think but it's I an still, excuse to kill yeah. people for yeah. no reason. That's true. Um, and so we do have um, her walking through a again the train, the following the train tracks, and her feet are bleeding. Um, and yeah, she her is feet look pretty messed up. Yeah, we see a train station. There's like shoes and stuff kind of just left there, um, which I guess because either a suitcase got opened or like they were just knocking people so fast off their feet that their shoes got left there. Yeah, I think uh, <coughs> or it could have been a, since they were all basically high heels left. It was like women going to work and mm. then they basically ditched their high heels so they could run. That's true. Oh, yeah. OK, that makes sense. Um, and we find a train. She gets into a train. Yep. And she's just walking past corpses on this train. You see them like all just kind of leaning in the windows on the floor mm-hmm. in between the seats and stuff. And, um, of course I was waiting for one of them to like not be dead mm-hmm. and it'd be someone who was like pretending <laughs> to be dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or something. Mm-hmm. But then the birds come out. Yeah. The birds fly. And then that's the jump scare that. That we got. We got. Because mm-hmm. you could tell it was leading up to one. Mm-hmm. Not in a cheesy way. It was It was still a good jump scare. Um, but you, you're you holding your breath in this moment because you're like, oh, God, please don't. Mm-hmm. You're seeing all these dead people, and it's it's pretty unnerving. Um, well, and then um, I think pretty much, too, is this where she looks out of the hole in the train as well? Yeah, which is such a cool shot. Mm-hmm. Love that scene. Because we see, like, all of the the ravaged ravaged trains and like the mess that has been created and Um, you see the greenery that's growing up around it you know it's been a long time mm -hmm. since these people have died on this train and stuff 
and we have yet again another jump scare um and this time by a dead body because she reaches into the um what's it like a cockpit is that still what you call it for a train? yeah or uh, um, conductor's, the conductor's room. room yeah um and she sees a first aid kit so she's like reaching to try to grab it but at the same time this like dead body just plops out in front of her i guess one of the, the train conductors or something and so she ends up getting the first aid kit, but it's a big jump scare. She's freaked out and she's she so freaked screams. out. Yeah. She screams that she ends up and also like kind of falling down, making a whole lot of noise. And she's kind of there just like freaked out that she doesn't even notice that there's an alien in the train with her. Yep. She's attracted a monster. Mm-hmm. I will say this film did a really good job of um, I most of this film is spent basically holding your breath and like hoping that they're not going to make a sound and fuck up. And mm-hmm. like, I really, really, really felt it in the scene where she was reaching for the first aid kit. Oh yeah. Cause I was like, Oh God, girl, I swear to God, if you knock that over and then just mm-hmm. tumble down and obviously a body was blocking the door. Yeah. That was pretty clear. Um, and so I was like, something's going to happen and yeah. she's going to make noise. And, ugh. but this one did a really good job of like making you, really hold your breath with the people and like feel like oh god oh god like mm-hmm. you're really with them and trying not to make that noise yeah and then poor reagan is just there freaking out and she's trying to get her little amp ready and um she gets it set up to where it's going off but it's she can't hold the gun and cock it and do all these things at the same time while doing that so it is bothering the alien but because she's having to like cock the gun and shoot it at it and hold that at the same time she's doesn't quite get that great of an aim at it. Yeah, and just barely misses its it. head. Just kind of pisses Gets it its off. Head. Yeah, makes it grumpy. Yeah, and it's kind of like, oh shit, Reagan's about to die. Um, but yeah, because it got pretty close to her. Oh yeah. Thankfully though, she gets saved by Emmett because Emmett, he's just in the nick of time and shoots it in the back of the head, which I'm assuming some of the guts got on her. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, that must have been pretty icky. Yeah, and uh, we have her and him talking for a little while um i think is this the part where she's he's like i gotta take you back home right and yeah then she's like we don't have a home like we yeah, gotta she go was saying go what save home? Ourselves. no provisions like there's no that's not our home we need yeah. to go find somewhere that like she's like i got last. a plan mm-hmm. let me just let me do this mm-hmm. and he's like no yeah and I think at this, uh, after they're talking and stuff and they go into that like little train station thing, um, we're back with mom and the baby. And this is whenever she notices that the, the air tank is running low. Yep. Oxygen mm-hmm. tanks almost out for poor little baby. And so that's whenever we, um, have her kind of like, she's thinking about something. And then we go back with, um, miss mama Reagan and, she wakes up and she realizes that her hearing aid and the amp is gone. And so immediately we're thinking like, damn, this two time and crosser. Yeah. And he just fucking left her to die basically. Mm -hmm. Um, and then she wakes up, she's freaking out. She has this big breakdown, dramatic breakdown on the front lawn of this train station. And Mm -hmm. then as she's like hunched over crying, we all sudden, and of course we can't hear because we're in her perspective. Mm -hmm. We get uh, Emmett's foot, feet showing up on screen and him crouching down and having the amp and the hearing aid in his hand. And he was like, I found a boat. <laughs> I found a butt. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I wonder if he was walking up like and thinking like, oh, damn, she thought I left her. Because <laughs> like, 
You had to have seen her. They're just like crying, crouched yeah. over. You must have been, been like, like, oh, like, oh shit, I should have left a note maybe. I don't know. Yeah, something been like, hey, I'll be back. Yeah. Um, but the we cut back to uh, Evelyn and she is getting herself ready. She is about to leave on a little excursion. She knows that she's got to go get some more um, medicine and a proper bandage proper for Mark's foot. Mm-hmm oxygen all that stuff she's got to go get supplies yeah and she's basically just gonna leave but then marcus sees her and he's yeah. like i I love how like wouldn't he have freaked out if he would have like hey, woken up and where's she was mom? just gone yeah, yeah literally um but she because she also said like i'll be like what did she say? it wasn't even two hours it was like six hours or something like that i don't even know did she say two she said a matter of hours yeah she said a something amount of hours and i'm like girl that's a long time yeah um but she he, and she's giving him a pep talk because he's like i can't do this i don't want to be left alone like please don't leave me and don't leave me with a little death alarm mm-hmm. and you know she's basically just telling him like you know i need to do this for you for the baby like you need to you know you take step up and do your part very nice mom words and then so he stays um and then we go back with Emmett and reagan and they are crossing a bridge we are seeing um where he saw the boat and the islands yeah apparently yeah and you see the island and you know it's island because it's got the little big antenna on it for like a radio station Mm -hmm. and so um we are making our way we end up going to uh (laughs) uh-huh sorry vanessa carlton um and we cut back with mom and she is having this moment where she crosses the bridge that we saw from the first movie and goes to the cross where they have their little memoriam for their toddler. And, um, she ends up leaving her ring yep, on she the takes cross off her wedding ring kind and leaves like an it with honor. the grave. Mm-hmm, for and then Lee. Yeah. And she's was also like, I'm a single woman now. Yeah. <laughs> was, I was like, oh, I feel like I would have held on to that maybe, but I guess, this family it felt awfully a little shady with the timing of Emmett coming into the picture I know. she's like all right i now got a I got new one to take care of man. us <laughs> and, she, and then she's like oh and his wife is dead perfect your perfect. wife is dead my husband's dead now we can fuck and you, make more babies you can replace your children with mine yeah mm-hmm. um and but <laughs> and so yeah she's leaving the ring and then we also cut back to um fucking marcus with the baby and for some reason i don't know why he just decides i'm gonna go explore yeah yeah he puts the baby in the box and i was like let's not use the oxygen up well, when we know we it's running low need it and and yeah if you can just chill with the baby um but yeah he decides to leave the baby uh and then at the same time we He's going to explore. We cut back to Reagan and Emmett walking around at dusk, getting to the docks and stuff. Mm, into a creepy neighborhood with a lot of fog. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. It looked very ominous. Yeah. I was like, it looked oh. on purpose. It's like, are the creepy people also rolling in the fog with yeah. the fog machines? Um, but yeah, we are um, with them on the docks. And at this time, we're also cutting back to mom. She's getting supplies right now from, um, is it the same? Grocery store or mm-hmm. pharmacy from earlier? Yeah, yeah she from went the to the same one. pharmacy. Yeah, and so we're there getting all that stuff, and then we're back with Marcus kind of exploring, and then this is whenever we cut back to Reagan and Emmett, Emmett. on the dock, and um, we're definitely getting the feeling that they are not alone on this dock. Yeah, he's like crouched down looking at a boat, and all of a sudden something rushes past him, and mm-hmm. he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And so they're going, and they're exploring the dock, looking around to see what in the fuck just rushed past him. 
and they encounter a little girl, mm-hmm. basically. And at the same time, we also cut back. Mom's getting more oxygen tanks. The whole time we're cut to each different scene. It's it's kind of a lot. Yeah. Um, in a good way. Um, but it's a lot for the notes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because I'm like, oh shit, now we're here, now we're there. Yeah, I know. I was like, Emmett encounters someone at the docks. Mom gets more oxygen tanks. Mm-hmm. It's a little girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, because baby. it is a little girl um, and she's on the dock and very much I'm like, oh, this is a fucking trap uh, because he's trying to get close to her and like be like, you know, what's are you OK? What's your name? And then she fucking throws. And at the same time, too, Marcus finds oh, Nora's yeah. body. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so we just see that it's a little up. girl. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Marcus uncovers Nora's body that's like petrified mm-hmm. and he like screams and stumbles back a bit, uh, alerting monsters to come get him um but yeah then she then we're back with Emmett and them and the little girl yeah like you said it's a trap Mm -hmm. and she traps his head in this little noose looking thing yeah and then and her face was like all bloodied wasn't it she looked like she was fucked up yeah Mm -hmm. she looked pretty rough she looked like she was possessed yeah she did Mm -hmm. I was like yeah um but she traps him and then all of a sudden all of these people emerge Mm -hmm. from the shadows from the fog probably 10 of them Mm -hmm. a little clan of um raiders and probably what else lord knows they do and so that's whenever um we do have also marcus running in through the factory situation because there's an alien coming through and he's trying to get him and the baby into the furnace, which he does end up doing, but he forgets the damn thing that like makes the little towel. Yeah. The rag that keeps them from getting locked in there. And so he quickly realizes like, Oh fuck, a lot to send here. And he's kind of freaking out for a little bit. Um, and then that's whenever we do have, does mom come back at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Mom comes back and then she's about to, because she's gotten all of the supplies and stuff and she hears that there's a monster down there and she mm-hmm. like starts running and she's basically like i'm gonna sacrifice one of these oxygen tanks and makes a plan to blow it up mm-hmm. she shoots the gun off wants to draw the monster's attention up her way and then once it comes up and stuff she gets it she like put the oxygen tank right in the exact perfect spot for this monster to come up and then stand by it. And then she shoots the oxygen tank and then we get this giant explosion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you think would blow up the alien, but it doesn't. It doesn't just, just creates a big old fire. Scorches him a mm-hmm. little bit. Which is what she wanted. Because Makes him crispy. The um, fire system gets triggered and we have the water falling down and it helps to hide her enough so that way she can sneak by it and go down into the little basement area where her kids are. And she ends up getting into, um, or well, before that, sorry. I think we also were cutting back Cut and forth back. Mm-hmm, with Reagan and um, what's his face, uh, Emmett. And this is whenever like the dudes are taking her, they take her little hearing aid off her ear, and it seems like they're gonna like kidnap her. But then she is told by Emmett to dive with that ASL hand motion that they that she taught him in the beginning of the film, like you know, I don't yeah. know, two years, three years prior. Um, how much is 467? I guess that's only a year and a little bit yeah. of time. That's crazy. This all happened so fast for them. Um, and so, um, we end up, uh, getting her diving into the water and he tosses those, um, cans and stuff. The news thing, 
or does he toss it or does he wrap himself around the crazy guy? He wraps himself yeah. around the crazy guy. And so guy. now they're making all this noise together and then the alien comes and starts killing and picking off everybody one by one, which is pretty yeah. crazy. Pretty cool. It was. And um, he's, yeah, causing that scene. And then this is where we flash back to mom and Evelyn has saves Marcus and the baby just in time, basically. Yeah. She opens it and um, brings, and then like brings marcus back to consciousness yeah she's like marcus please baby wake up yeah um and he wakes up and then we flash back to emmett and them and emmett right as the monster is about to get to emmett and this uh one guy he throws himself into the water letting the other man get attacked Mm -hmm. but he's still connected to the dock through the noose that's around his neck yeah so he can't get really far choked by it yeah he had a knife in his hand because he stabbed the guy's leg to make him scream, make him scream yeah. and attract him over. But he didn't cut the noose off of himself. Yeah. I'm sure he was scrambling and maybe he freaking left. Out. Maybe the knife got left. In no, the it was in his hand. Oh, he pulled. Yeah, oh, I okay. saw it in his hand as okay. he was swimming. Gotcha. Um, and but yes, he is swimming. And he does notice as we do notice as he's swimming that these monsters are trying to jump from boat to boat to kill people. But when it jumps in the water to try to get to him. We learned that I guess they can't swim in deep water. Yeah. Because I guess. I guess they just walk on the bottom, like you said. And the first one. Yeah. 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 Um, but they can't swim in deep water, or at least the ocean anyways. And so it ends up drowning. Um, and he thankfully gets saved by um, Reagan on another boat that just kind of comes by and picks. Uh, also, she has a lot of strength to pick him up and pull him on the boat. I know. She was just like, yank. <laughs> Hello, I got you, yeah. sir. Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? I was shocked to learn that even mild dehydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, and brain fog. But luckily, there's a solution. Cure! Cure Hydration is an oral rehydration solution that contains the perfect balance of electrolytes and glucose to help your body absorb water and rehydrate quickly. The formula is made with all natural ingredients like coconut water, powder, and pink Himalayan salt and is free from artificial flavors, sweeteners, and preservatives. Cure Hydration is vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO making it a great option for anyone with dietary restrictions or preferences. The packets are convenient and easy to use. Just mix with water and drink. They're perfect for on-the-go, travel, or anytime you need a quick and effective hydration boost. Hydration is more than just drinking water. That's what Lauren Picasso, a lifelong endurance athlete, discovered as she struggled to stay hydrated no matter how much water she drank. Lauren founded Cure, a science-backed electrolyte drink mixed to make hydrating easy for everyone. Cure believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they use only the highest quality plant-based ingredients and avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on their website and packaging, and they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. Ready to combat dehydration? Try Cure today and feel the difference for yourself. Use code BOO for 20% off your order. Are you tired of the same old boring puzzles? Mix things up with Wongo puzzles. Each puzzle is a custom design with intricate patterns and whimsical shapes that will keep you engaged for hours. Plus, their eco-friendly materials and commitment to sustainability make Wongo puzzles a guilt-free way to unwind. Wongo puzzles are 100% wooden puzzles, meaning they'll last forever. Each piece is hand-drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun, whimsy pieces as you work through it. They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. With stunning design and unique shapes, Wongo puzzles are a cut above the rest. 
So what are you waiting for? Go to wongopuzzles.com and pick your puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code BOO and get 10% off of your order. This is the most fun you've had with a puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to wongo, W-O-N-G-O, puzzles.com and use the code BOO to get 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. Wongo. Especially because he's like drenched in water. But anyway, yeah, no, he's got to be extra heavy because he was also wearing like chambray and denim. And and so she ends up he ends up opening his mouth like you just said, and the fucking hearing aid was in his mouth. Mm -hmm. So it's a good save, I guess. Yeah. Also, I feel like that thing totally got wet. Yeah. If not by the water, by his toilet paper. But anyways, um, yeah, I digress. We're on the boat and we are heading towards the island. Must be so hard to hold your breath while also holding something in In your your mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's a challenge. Um. And so, mind over matter, they end up getting <laughs> to the island. What? Nothing. <laughs> oh, did I say something? No, I was, was like, I mean, you can still breathe through your nose. Nothing. But like in the water? No. I My mind went to... <laughs> something else? Yeah. I don't know where it went to. It's okay. Um, and we end up getting to the island. And very quickly, they are, like, kind of, like, mm, espionage, maybe? I don't know. They're, like, you know, shadily kind of, like, trying not to make any, draw too much attention to themselves. And they start to notice that everybody on this island is pretty much living a normal life. Yeah. Like, they're having, like, like a bonfire Picturesque looking scene. People are yelling out to each other. And even they're just, well, especially um, Emmett, he's just kind of, like, you can tell he's, like, whoa. That's wild. That's crazy. How are we doing this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having all this fun time and stuff around. Yeah. Um, and then this is where they get taken in by them. Mm-hmm. and Very quickly. Yeah. Thankfully, they were not a hostile society. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, if they were putting a signal out like that, For that people. they wouldn't yeah. be. But they could have just been drawing the people in to steal the resources. Kill them. It's very like uh, Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... They are, yeah, just starting to, like, eat food with them. They're warm by the fire. And then that's whenever a dude who, I guess, is one of the leaders there or a prominent figure starts talking to Emmett. And this he's is where we figure out the creatures can't swim. Uh-huh. Um, he's asking Emmett, like, how he figured it out. And he's like, I didn't figure it out. She's the one who figured it out. And then he's like, why are you here? For for help? And he's to get help. And he's like, no, we are the help. And he shows him the hearing aid. Yeah. And we figured out, too, that, like, on the day of, they figured out that the creatures couldn't swim and stuff and that there are 12 boats lined yeah. up, but only two got out. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's such a small community of people. Mm-hmm. Um, because only two were able to make it out mm-hmm. because everyone else started rushing the boats and I'm assuming that they just got killed and screaming and uh, it just went to shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he says that we're, we didn't come to give help. We came, or we came to give help not to receive it. And then we flashed to Emmett apologizing to Reagan for doubting her and mm-hmm. stuff like that, saying like, you know, I'm sorry, and you're right, I'm nothing like your father, but you are, kind of thing. Yeah, a little pep talk. and a Which little was good. That was sweet. Mm-hmm, a little uh, bonding moment between them two. And we have then Emmett going to the beach, I guess, to kind of, you know, get some fresh air, get his bearings about him, kind of have a moment to himself. And he's on that beach, and he starts to um, 
look at a family photo, um, you know, and it's kind of having a and sense the of picture that he drew of his is son. That what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was Reagan was looking at it whenever they first got into his little lair mm. and he like picked up the picture and like folded it up and put yeah. it in his pants. Really and then touchy about it. Yeah. He's like, that's my son. Don't look at him. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then he pulls out that same picture cause it was still in his pants mm. and was like, Oh, yeah. my son, little nostalgic moment. And then, uh, this is when he ends up hearing and noticing that one of the boats that was, uh, one of the boats that was next to the dock that an alien got onto was literally bumping up on rocks on the Island. So he's like, Oh fuck made its way over. Mm-hmm. And so he comes up, climbs over, I'm assuming like a cliff. And then it's like, get inside, everybody get inside. But before he can even like say it or warn people, this alien comes up and starts just like breaking loose and all, all pandemonium pandemonium starts happening. Yeah. It's killing everything. Yeah. Left Little and kids. Right. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I mean, it definitely, yeah, he did save a kid and the boss guy got to save his kid too. put him Mm. in the closet closet and then they get in the, to the car and start honking the horn and driving it off to lure it away from all the people Mm -hmm. in the community. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to get him away from it. Which works. It does. The creature does follow and then it jumps onto the car and of course it's like a, was it called a convertible? Yeah. So it doesn't, and it's not even a hard top convertible. Mm-hmm. It's like a soft the cloth shell. Ones, yeah. yeah. So the creature just rips through it and it was like, Oh God, it was so close to Reagan's yeah. head. And Multiple then times. whenever she turns, she gets, after it seems like it's fallen off for a second, she kind of turns up and lifts the cloth up mm-hmm. to see like where it is. And all of a sudden it's little face pops up. Yeah. Oh, it scared the shit it's out of me. It's pretty scary. I was like, Oh really good God. Jump scare. Yeah. It was a good jump scare. And it's uh, chasing them essentially to the studio that they're trying to get to um, where the radio station is at. And um, we have them getting there. Uh, we get inside kind of like a garage looking situation. And that's whenever the main guy was just like, whoa, like maybe it went back to town. Maybe it's not following us anymore. And I love how Emmett is like, give me the damn key. Give me the key. Because if he wouldn't ask for that key, they would have been screwed. They would have been screwed. Because yeah. after, right after he gives him the key, the dude gets pulled from under and attacked by the alien. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this is when he gets stabbed in the back, just like and we said he would not man would not be living no more yeah yeah and I, I yeah my notes say good thing they got the key yeah and so they end up going inside and, and not long after we have this fucking alien just busting through and it's a very um uh intense scene and we cut back to mom and marcus and the baby and it reminded me of uh what was that scream two at the college oh and the they're studios? in the radio yeah room. yeah mm-hmm. with gail and everything and yeah Dewey. yeah um, I can see that, which is a pretty good scene. And so mom and Marcus are with the baby and they are breathing again. They are okay. We're trying to open the furnace hatch because we're thinking the alien left. Um, and then at the same time, we're back with Emmett and Reagan in the studio and they are trying to maneuver their way through the station to get to the on air room. Um, but obviously it's making it a little difficult because the alien is in there with them and they're trying to be quiet. Um, so we have, I think, Emmett sliding that glass window thing and, um, Reagan going through it. And it's this whole moment of like, like you said earlier, when you're like holding your breath with them, cause you're like, fuck, we can't make any noise. Yeah. And there's so many times that she almost knocks stuff over with her feet. Yeah. Her toes get very close to some things in some moments. Oh, and, and then, then the little drawer open. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then she slides it kind of shut mm-hmm. again. 
and that does make noise. Yeah. And it does kind of alert the monster. Mm-hmm. And it comes over and stuff like that. Um, my notes get really sporadic here. So. Well, because then we cut uh, we cut back with the mom, and she's walking out of the furnace. But that's when we noticed that the alien was in the fucking little round thing, just kind of waiting for them to come out. Yeah. And Marcus notices. Um, and so... Um, that's whenever we do have, we cut back to Reagan and what's his face Emmett, And, um, this is whenever we have them right next to the, to the area, the booth, the sound booth, sound booth, the online, on live one. And so she's about to go through it, but that's whenever we, where we are right now. Mm -hmm. And Emmett, I guess, realizes like, if I don't make a noise or do something right now, like it'll probably get her. So he ends up jumping enough. To create a distraction so that way she can go through the door and get into the room. Um, and so obviously whenever he does this, the fucking alien like almost gets him. And I think claws his leg up a little bit as he's trying yeah. to get out away. Or the explosion got his leg or something. Yeah. He definitely got his leg injured. It was bloodied. Mm-hmm. And then we have cutting back to um, mom and the baby and Marcus and the alien has reached like the door and is now trying to claw its way inside yeah my bad it was trying to get inside which was really scary Mm -hmm. um because it like gets the baby's box yeah Mm -hmm. it does have really long arms it gets the baby's box it like chunks it out Mm -hmm. and then it like gets mom's leg leg. it had to hurt yeah it looked Mm -hmm. pretty nasty and then she just screams and stuff too and i was like oh and thankfully we have um reagan turning on her hearing aid in time and you can tell that it starts to fuck with the alien but it's not doing it enough so then she gets the bright idea of turning on the live on air feed and getting the um hearing aid and putting up to the microphone where the song for uh, by the sea was coming and playing from yep so now she's broadcasting transmitting the screeching sound the Mm -hmm. feedback and the monster in front of her starts like recoiling and then all of a sudden marcus we flash back to him and he's wearing the headphones mm-hmm. uh, listening to the transmission and um he starts hearing the screeching and he's like oh my god and then he Shit. like turns the amp on mm-hmm. and displays the sound and you know makes their monster recoil as well mm-hmm. and then reagan picks up some sort of like stick fire poker thing looking yeah. thing and then he Gets that gun that mom set down, the little mm-hmm. handgun. I don't know what those are called. Um, I don't know either. Yeah, handgun. Mm-hmm. And then both of her children kill the a monster at, at the same time. Yep, simultaneously. Really beautiful to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. Reagan whacking the stabs him mm-hmm. in the head. And then Marcus just shooting the other one. And it just kind of, I love the way Marx's one just went like, its head like flopped backwards, mm-hmm. like all of its little shell did. Yeah. And then just went like, slumped down. It was good. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kind of ends. ends the movie there. Yeah, because they just kill the alien and then that's it. And so mom's ends. ended with a nice kill. In the first one, in her little cocking mm-hmm. of the gun. And then the second one ends with a nice double kill from both of her kids. Mm-hmm. Mama taught her kids well. It's like a good passing on of the torch. Of yeah. Like, and then we see like their survival and like, all right, these kids are going to make it. Probably. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're smart. Yeah. 
Um, and that is 2021's The Quiet Place 2. Quiet Place Part 2. Two. Yeah, very important. Part 2. Um, and it is... Um, I I I I I I kind of enjoyed this one more than the first one. I think yeah. only because I enjoyed like seeing um the day one a mm. lot. Like that kind of made the movie for me because you kind of see like beforehand and how it all happened. And I enjoyed the acting from the kids. Once again, they were really good. Um, Miss Evelyn. Oh, what's her name? Emily Blunt. She was really good. And I actually really enjoy Celia Murphy. So I thought everybody was really good. I thought maybe, um, if anything, they kind of could have gone anywhere with this one, really. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of, I like how we ended up in a place where it's like, we're taking um, our big smoking gun from the first movie and kind of amping it up in the second one towards the end um, with the goal of that, you know, just help everybody. And I hope that with the third one that comes out, that it would be a continuation of this. And, like, we just see, like, maybe the war on the aliens happening. I don't know. Yeah. Um, like, taking back our, our planet. But, um, yeah, I think that it was well-paced. Just like the first one, it was, I think this was a little bit longer, but only, like, an hour By and like 40. like, six minutes. Yeah. It was an hour and 36 minutes. Okay, yeah. Um, and I really, hmm. I don't know that I necessarily have like a lot of bad things to say about it. Mm. Um, I, the sound was good again. I liked yeah. how we got to hear in the beginning, like you said, um, the the difference of like what sound would be in this universe, essentially. And I don't know. I kind of want to. I want a prequel. I want a sequel. I want to like. I want to learn more about just these alien species themselves. I'm sad that we never even got a name for them. Want to see them come in from outer space? Yeah. What are their motives? You know, like this other than to just kill. I don't know. I feel like there's something deeper to it, but yeah. Um, yeah, I really I mean, liked an it. alien. They didn't really have much of a reason either. They were just killing. Hmm. Right. Yeah. But, um, I would have to give it a 4.5. 4.5. Yeah. That's good. That's my boot rating. That's a good. Cause I gave the first one a four. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. You did. I'm going to give this one a 4.5. Do you have any fun facts? I do. Cool. The youngest of the Abbott family, son Bo, is played by young actor Cade Woodward in the first film. In the opening flashback scenes of the second movie, Bo is played by Cade's younger brother, Dean Woodward. Because he mm. grew too fast, I'm sure. Yeah. And they really didn't show his face much. It was That's all true. behind. It was the back of his head. Um. On the Big Picture podcast, John Krasinski stated that he originally did not want to be involved in this sequel, like you talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but the producer convinced him to come over and pitch his ideas to the studio. After three weeks, they asked him to write the story with the idea the directorial duties would be handed over to the other filmmakers. Krasinski finally offered to come back as director, jokingly suggesting that he was the Jedi mind tricked into signing on to the sequel, that he was Jedi mind tricked mm-hmm. into signing on to the sequel. Um, the film's budget was three times the size of the first film. Wow. Yeah. So that's pretty massive. Allows it to be a lot. Yeah, well, and also to the uh, like the special effects, the aliens. We saw these aliens a lot in like the daytime, as opposed to the first movie where we didn't see them as much, and they still um, didn't look like it didn't look like a sci-fi movie from the Sci-Fi Channel. You know, whenever like Damn, yeah, that looks fake as fuck. Yeah, like, no, it looked, looked really real. real. Yeah, they did. Um, Wow. When he was finally decided on an idea, John Krasinski was able to write his first draft screenplay in just three and a half weeks. 
That's pretty good. Yeah. People write screenplays for years. And then last but not least, according to John Krasinski in the opening town scene, he passes by Brody's Pizzeria, a nod to the character Chief Brody from Spielberg's Jaws. Mm. What a cute little Easter egg. That is. Um, for me, I think I liked this film maybe about equally. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really enjoyable. I did like, I did, I went into it wondering why you thought higher of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, than the first one and I could see it like as I was watching it there like you said it was really well paced a lot of the film um I I really enjoyed the storyline that it took mm-hmm. and where they made us go and the fact that we did have to leave the house because if we had just stayed at the house then it would have been boring boring yeah yeah so the fact that we did get out and we went and found more people was the next logical step mm-hmm um and not in a predictable way but also yeah it didn't feel forced it wasn't like oh my god here we go again kind of thing it was like okay yeah this makes sense this is what you have to do this Mm -hmm. is the logical next step um so I thought that was really cool I did enjoy there was less use of silence in this film Mm -hmm. overall it was a much louder film in comparison to the first one. Yeah. Which. More um, dialogue. More dialogue. Yeah. There was more dialogue. There was more just action mm-hmm. in this one overall. More high stake scenes that required noise. Yeah. Um, and lots of characters getting injured and stuff like that. And so it it lent to that. But um, Yeah. It's it was a really fantastic film. I liked it a lot. I think I would probably give it also a four point five. I liked it equally so with the first, first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good, really solid film all around. I loved the little callbacks that it had to the first one mm-hmm. in the beginning. Like the I rocket. did, yeah, like the rocket. I did enjoy getting to see the um town in the day one situation mm-hmm. that was fun i i imagine that the day one film that they're coming out with will be really exciting even more expanded on yeah. It, yeah and it and has lupita nyong'o and a bunch of other yeah pretty so stellar actors. pretty good star stud mm-hmm. star loaded cast so excited to see what that film has to offer and then i really am excited to see what the rest the next film sequel has to offer yeah the third film part three yeah yeah I hope they keep the same family. Like, I hope it follows them. Oh, it kind of has to. Right? If it doesn't, then Mm -hmm. they fucked up. Or at least the kids. Maybe Emily Blunt and John, or well, John's dead, obviously. But maybe Emily Blunt would be like, I'm too busy. I don't know. Maybe not interested anymore. But the kids could definitely, like, we see their direction of, like, leading some sort of, uh, what's the word? Revolution? Revolution of sorts, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, you know reagan could really come in and lead some stuff and she was i mean she's smart she's Uh got this shit figured out so she could do it um yeah i i hope they'll stay with the same family as well so i guess we'll just have to wait and see they kill the baby in that one (laughs) yeah like five dead (laughs) Um, oh that would be sad um but yeah that, that it's giving prim from uh Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. But yeah, that is our review and take on The Quiet Place Part 2. Um, 2021s. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so four solid 4.5 from your booze. Mm-hmm. All the way around. And you can listen to this podcast and other podcasts and other shows that we created and other shows from Rogue Media Network on their website at roguemedianetwork.com. That's right. And you can also listen to us and all those other amazing podcasts on two or on all the streaming platforms that your little heart desires. But the biggest two would be Apple and also Spotify. Mm -hmm. But wherever you do listen, don't forget to rate, review, like and subscribe. That's right, because that is the only way we can get ahead in this world. And don't forget to use word of mouth and tell your friends about us, because that is the easiest way for us to get more followers, more followers and on to anything. And we're approaching spooky, spooky season, spooky, spooky season, spooky season, spooky, get to spooky. Uh, yeah, that sounded, (laughs) (laughs) um, but we're approaching spooky season. So, you know, get prepared to prepare your ear holes for our month of October, which we'll do double episodes, uh, two episodes a week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fun. Fun. Can't wait. It's going to be a lot. Yeah. But we can do it. We got it. We can do it and y'all can listen and it'll be super fun. And, um, next time we'll be covering... The Nun? The Nun. Is the it nun. The Nun already? I think so. I think so. In preparation of The Nun coming out for The Nun 2. The Nun 2. The Nun 2 with. Yes. I think I... I don't know where I put that note at, but yes. Something so. like that. Mm-hmm. If not, we'll cover something else and you'll see what it is then and then just be prepared that we will cover The Nun uh, soon and and time for the none too to whenever it comes out yeah exactly so um until next time you guys until next time bye base bye base This has been a Rogue Media Network production.